talking about do you think they're like the bad boys the bad boys i think brothers of storm chasing they are the getner boys so mm-hmm. it's quite possible i really wanted michael to name names there that was unfortunate could welcome be, back could be buck yeah. king that you have to say really carefully <laughs> thursday may 5th cinco de mayo we're brought to you every day by extreme outdoor equipment we had some extreme weather in the state last night so we welcome in now john whitson our friend from brown o'haver good morning john hey toby all all michael armstrong did this morning was confirm that twister the movie is exactly what happens when they trace storms <laughs> that's not, like everything he described was like from the movie twister yeah that's that's true what? that's absolutely Just bring true. in helen hunt and like a love interest and like he's basically bill paxton I like that a lot. I do. Um, a lot of people awesome. waking up this morning without roofs or with damage or know someone that's got damage, especially over in the Seminole area. John, what what's our advice? Sure. I've got six steps that people need to follow this morning, whether it's residential or a commercial loss. Um, follow these, and it'll at least get you off to a pretty good start this morning. The first thing you have to do is you've got to mitigate damage to your property. So if you've got any kind of holes in your roof or windows that are broken, you need to get tarps up and you need to get uh, your, your windows boarded up. That's a part of your policy that falls onto the, uh, to the policy holder, the homeowner or business owner. So make sure you mitigate your damage. Uh, the second one, and this one is a hard one, especially when people are coming in to help over the next couple of days, especially over the weekend, is don't throw anything away. So many people like to show up and help people get stuff cleaned up. They feel like they're helping. You don't want to throw stuff away. You don't want to, you, you don't want to get rid of anything because you want to document it all. And that leads you into number step number three, take pictures of everything, uh, the structure contents, as many as possible. Get your kids to get their cell phones out and just start taking as many pictures as possible. Um, because you want to document damage. You want to document contents loss. Um, you want to make sure that everything that can be proven that you lost is in a picture. Uh, number four, you want to keep receipts of all your purchases, especially here over the next three or four days, whether it's tarps or uh, plywood for windows or lodging or anything like that. Anytime you had to eat out um, because you didn't have access to your kitchen or whatever, save all of those receipts. Um, number five, and this one's really important. Uh, don't sign any contracts with contracts, contractors or restoration companies 
for the first 40, 48 hours. Uh, in other words, just take your time. There's going to be a lot of a lot of people flowing into the Seminole area and the Earlsboro area. Take quotes, get bids, meet people. All of that's great, but don't make any commitments until you've had a chance to really think about it. And then finally, number six, when you're in the middle of this, the most important thing you can do is take your time. Uh, this is going to be a long process, um, but decisions that are made today, this morning, tomorrow, they're going to affect the entirety of your, uh, of your claim. Um, and so you just don't want to, you know, rush through anything. Uh, all those steps I mentioned before, the throwing stuff away, you're going to feel like you, you should be doing something, and, and you can, but just really take your time. And don't rush the process because you want to make sure that your claim is preserved so you can get the maximum amount of uh, uh, relief as possible. And hopefully those six steps will help you out. Those are going to be posted on Brown O'Haver's Facebook page and on our Twitter. And um, if you've got any questions, of course, you can always send us a message on Facebook or give us a call at Brown O'Haver. I assume everyone is going to call, you know, you're going to call your insurance guy right away. Do you recommend they go ahead and give you a call as well or, or wait a little bit and see how things work out here in the beginning? You know, I, you know, you and I talk every month. So for the normal listeners that are out there listening in, they, they know I, I don't want to sound pushy, like absolutely call us in the middle of like, the, you know, one of the craziest mornings of your life. Um, if you need something, please give us a call. But yeah, wait a couple days. Call us on Saturday or Sunday or Monday. We're going to be uh, – Answering the phones, 405-735-5510. If you, if just if you have questions, just if you want to say, hey, am I doing the right thing? Um, and then early next week, if you want to you know, talk a little bit more about uh, our services, absolutely, let's get, in, let's get together and we'll work it out. But uh, you know, for the most important thing here is be safe, mitigate your property, take a lot of pictures, save your seats, and don't make any big decisions over the next 48 hours. Great advice. Brown O'Haver, they have been a part of our show for a long, long time, and it is um, days like this, nights like last night, that uh, they exist. And so they are here to help you not just try to put the pieces back together, but make sure you're taking care of the full extent of what you're supposed to be taking care of here. So whether it's you, you're probably not listening to sports radio this morning if a tornado hit your house last night, but... Maybe you know someone who has been affected, or we're not done. I mean, there's more storms coming in May, so just keep it in mind, 405-735-5510. Anything else you want to convey, John? Well, first of all, I've missed a little bit of the beard conversation, but I'm going to say whatever TJ is trying to do, I support. Hmm. And then number two, whatever big decision you have, it never even occurred to me that it had to do with a tattoo, but Brown O'Haver is willing to sponsor a tattoo, um, like on your, uh, you know, like a barbed wire kind of thing around the uh, uh, upper arm with maybe BOH kind of woven in there. We'd be all for it. We'll pay for it. Um, you know, whatever. If that's the life change you're looking to make, Toby, we're here to support He is you the well. bad boy of Oklahoma sports radio now, so a barbed wire uh, tattoo would be perfect. Oh, yeah. That would be legit. I mean, when he comes to the office, TJ, y'all don't see him at the office hardly anymore. It's always like in tank tops and sleeveless shirts. Right. 
And I just think if he was able to accentuate those guns with a barbed wire tattoo, it would be fantastic. I wear a lot of bandanas these days around my head, too. So, <laughs> All right. Well, I'll consider it. I'll consider it. Maybe that's, uh, maybe that's the well, decision that's coming down the pipe. We'll see. We're, hey, whatever, we, whatever BOH can do to support you in this tattoo decision, I think it's a big step, but I'm proud of you, man. I don't have any tattoos, but I think that you would be representing a lot of people that don't have tattoos by getting one. Like, just hey, it's okay. Straight. I have not said the tattoo is the correct answer. I just said. I thought that's what we said. I thought everybody has agreed that you are. I thought everybody has agreed you are indeed getting we've a changed, tattoo. Yeah, we've just, changed right. the announcement for you. It is definitely that you're getting a tattoo this weekend. And, <laughs> and we are just trying now to decide where and what you're getting. I, listen, dude, Bob, Bob Wire is the way to go. That was, man, back in 2000, that was it, dude. Maybe that's what you need um, to push the team over. Yeah, you know, national hey. championship. Maybe so. Maybe after I shave my head, I'll get a tattoo up there, and then it'll the hair will grow back over the top of it. That's that's a complicated process. Now, the next thing we're going to do on the show is uh, OTD. I know you're probably very busy this morning, so I, if you can respectfully bow out or you can be a part of this as TJ's lifeline at your call. Well, I can't turn it down. Because even if I said that I was busy, I'd still be texting in. So let's go. I'm ready. Here we go. I don't know what day of week it is. Yeah. Is it Monday? I don't know. Is it Tuesday? I don't know. Are we still good with this song, Sunday? by the way, I TJ? I am, man. I love this song. Feels the same. Every day feels the same. I think it's Thursday. Shut your mouth. It, it is Thursday, by the way. I don't know what to do. And the person who said stomach stapling, by the way, I hope you have a terrible day. Okay, <laughs> that was very mean. Was um, very mean. for for OTDs today, and they're all going to be regulation because you have help. Okay, all regulation birthdays today or, or OTDs today. Okay, you come into today with a forty-four and four record. All right, so here we go. You have John Whitson to help you if you'd like. Uh, number one. On this date, May 5th, what year did the great secretariat win the Kentucky Derby with a record-setting time of 1.59 and 4? Um, secretariat would have been the 70s. Mm-hmm. Earlier part of the 70s, I'm thinking, John. Yep. I have yep. seen this movie, yep. by the way. Yeah, I want to say it was 72, somewhere in there. That's, yep. I think we'll be in the window. You all right with that? Absolutely. 72. I'll I love say it. 72 final answer. Holy mackerel! 1973 Ooh. is when Secretary won born. the Kentucky Derby. Man. Good start by you. All right. Uh, this is another one I think will be a layup for you, considering your blockbuster days. Yes. Uh, on this date, May 5th, what year did the movie Gladiator come out starring Russell Crowe? That would have been 99 or 2000. I was thinking 2000. I owned the DVD, and I, that was one of those where you had to buy it in two DVDs. It was such a long movie. Yeah, and they had yeah, the I extended sure scenes. That you know, that you know, that you know, that you know, that you know. <laughs> Thank you, Brent. I feel pretty good with 2000 as well. So, yeah, we'll go 2000 final answer. Fade away. Hit it! 2000. The pause, the pause a, worried me. That's Adoba. Uh, Gladiator came out 
May 5th, 2000. Well done. Strong start for you. All right? Yes. I actually have five today. I said four. I got five. Here we go. Number three. On this date, what year? May 5th, what year was the last game played in the Boston Garden? The Orlando Magic eliminated the Boston Celtics. The final game ever played in the historic Boston Garden. A little tougher. Yeah, that is tough. Um, Sorry, that's me. I got an alert. TJ, early 2000s? That's what I would think. I don't think it was in the 90s, was it? Man, I should probably know this, and I don't. There should probably be. Okay, I want to make sure that you know that you know that you know that you know that you know. (laughs) Um, so you're thinking like right at 2000. I'm thinking 01 or 02. Yeah. I'm, um, the five. I think you, you want Boston to, Garden, right? Do you want to shade earlier? Like, are you worried that it goes into yeah, the 90s? I'm thinking it might be the 90s. No cheating, guys. I, I'm going to say. I remember. I remember they moved the parquet over from the Boston Garden to TD to the TD Ameritrade Center. Yeah. Right. I always thought that was cool. Let's go 99 to get and dip down into both. I'm going to say 99 final answer. Coach K takes an L. Dang it. 1995 was the final game in the Boston Garden. One year off. Mm. Oh, boy. That's my fault, TJ. That's a miss. All right, you got two more. Flush it. Flush it. You got to move on. On this date, May 5th, what year? Did the final episode of Married with Children air? Oh, my goodness. So, I loved Married with Children, but I did not watch it towards the end. Hmm. But it's got to be in the 90s. Much like Toby or TJ likes Alyssa Milano, I'm a big Christina Applegate fan. <laughs> and I think she's a Republican too. I think she is. I think I. I would agree I think with I that. Her, yeah. I think I caught her in a MAGA hat last year. It was fantastic. Maybe mid nineties, I would guess, because that show started in the late eighties. Yeah, but kind of like you're saying, TJ, is it kind of later than that though? Because we stopped watching it. Because I'm thinking I'm the same kind of same way as you. We like watched it early and then it kind of faded off. I mean, ninety six. 96. 96? I'm all right with that, because that takes you into the late 90s and still gets you into the earlier part of the 90s. It definitely wasn't the earlier part of the 90s. It would have ran through the mid-90s. I'll, I'm good with that. I'll go with John final and go 96, final answer. With... Oh, baby, what a shot! Thank you, there Chris. You go, 1997. There you go, John. 97. Ooh, right on it. Final episode. Okay, here's the last one, and this is the one that I think John can most help you with. In fact, I think this is a layup for John. I don't know. Maybe for TJ, too. Here we go. Final one today. On this date, May 5th, what year did Alan Shepard become the first American in space? Um. Oh. Space is not necessarily TJ's stronghold. Well, he may need no, some help here, John. I would say late sixties, early seventies. I would think. No, 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 no. You're way too early. We landed on the moon in '69. You got to be thinking early. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. 
Al Shepard. Al Shepard also is the uh, the uh, astronaut that hit a golf club on the moon. Hit a golf ball on the moon with a five iron. He's had specifically. Okay, I want to make sure that you know that you know that you know that you know that John with his NASA history. It sounds like so you're saying waiting with the correct answer. So you're thinking early sixties. Yes. So. 1960, or do I add some to that or take some away from that? I'm pretty sure it's 61, but I would say let's go 62 just to make sure, but I'm pretty sure it's 61. All right. 62, final answer, Toby. Holy mackerel! 1961. Ooh, I would have missed that. Yeah, I would have missed that. became the first American in space. Thank you, John. Four out of five today brings you to 48 and five on the year. And uh, thank you very much, John, for all of your advice today and for helping TJ out with today's OTD. I hope people saw that as much as I help TJ is as much as much as Brian O'Haver can help people after these storms. So mitigate uh, damage, man. Don't see how throw he tied that anything. in. Look at that. Take pictures of everything. Keep your receipts. No contracts for forty-eight hours, and take your time. And eventually, call four zero five seven three five fifty five ten. John and Alice can help you. Thank you, John. Have a great day. Thanks, guys. I, pre- well, I appreciate you getting me on. Appreciate you. Thank you. Yep. 8.20 in the morning. T-Row in the morning show here on The Ref. This is The Ref. I'm Toby. That's TJ. This is The Ref. We'll be back. The T-Row in the morning show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment, your full-line dealer for bad boy zero-turn mowers, tractors, and implements. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby, exit 104B. And I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle Exit 108. We're back in the Brown O'Haver Studios. Toby and TJ back with you on the ref. Toby's the one with tattoos. I'm the one with the beard. Together, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show. This hour brought to you by RK Black. Helping small and medium-sized businesses in Oklahoma with all of their technology solutions, including copiers, fax, printer, scanner, document management, network solutions, so much more. RKBlack.com. Air Comfort Solutions text line. Let's scroll down here. Got a lot of text today. TJ, don't shave, this one says. Okay. Hmm. This one says, TJ, do not, not all capitalized. Listen to Toby. Please, please, please do not shave your sexy beard. Signed, Marilyn Monroe. (laughs) P.S. Joking. Joe says hello. Wow. Marilyn Monroe's texting the show now. From the grave. (laughs) All I can hear in this segment is the song she thinks my tractor's sexy, but instead the tractor is a beard. (laughs) Uh, Updated radio poll. Should TJ Perry shave his beard for summer 2022? 57% say yes. Holding steady at 57. 57% of you are going to be disappointed. Uh, the only reason for boycotting because of lack of sports talk instead of burgers and ham. That's what this person says. <laughs> We've got all these people mad about the beard talk, but they were very involved in the burger talk yesterday. Yeah. Um, on this date, in what year did TJ shave his beard? 2002 <laughs> would have been the answer for the last time. 2002. You've had it for 20 years? It was 2002, and I know that because, as I said, I was an intern here, and it was for Crest, and I was a front-end manager at Crest. They did not allow—I don't know if they still have this policy, but they did not allow facial hair 
at that time. God so. knows what's living in that thing. 20 years. It's been washed Disgusting. and trimmed, and it's not like a Duck Dynasty uh, gathering oh. maple syrup beard. Uh, Toby's mule shoe tattoo must include directional arrows for accuracy. <laughs> huh. Backwards hat, tattoos, tank tops, always blaming TJ. Only children's book author I know that's a bully. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, do we really know Dr. Seuss? No, but I know if a kid would have come up to Dr. Seuss and asked him for a book, he would have made sure that kid got one. Yeah. You assume he didn't? Um, I don't know. It seems as he stepped to you with some attitude, so I don't know if you gave him the book. <laughs> hey, what do you think my name is? <laughs> I don't know what day of week it is. That's what you should have said. Uh, denim pearl snap cut off at the shoulders and a nice baby mullet with a pair of pit vipers to go with your tattoo. All under consideration. Uh, I saw Toby. Uh, I say Toby is getting a pedicure with his wife for Mother's Day. That's the secret they're, they're thinking. No, oh, I've gotten many pedicures and been open about that in the past. Yeah, I know so, you, no, have. you have. That is not uh, anything new that TJ would make fun of me for. That is something old that TJ would make fun of me for. It is not a pedicure. Uh, Steve, professor at Rose State College, listening in, says, uh, Pleasure hearing hey, my colleague Michael Armstrong on the air this morning. Yes, Toby, he is a good dude from one person in the media to another. You guys do awesome work. You get the accolades. You, re- you don't get the accolades you really deserve in our business. My we wife don't? and I listen every day. God's grace and continued blessings. Oh, thank you. Well, where do we get accolades at, TJ? I don't know. we got to get some accolades. Bob from Cement, we're not talking about shaving other places. Um... Toby's going in for surgery. He's having an ada. Oh, oh! I I almost went Anchorman. I see all your laughing emojis, and I paused. <laughs> I almost read that. <laughs> Way to catch yourself! I caught myself. Uh, TJ Toby, have you seen the article by John Hoover on Twitter that Oklahoma yeah. is nearing a deal with ESPN Plus? Yes, we've talked about I that. I did see that, yeah. Uh, speaking of that, this person wants to know, hey, this new Bally's deal, am I going to have to pay for Thunder Games now? Yes. If they keep the contract with Bally's. No. Yes. No, no, not, no. Well, Oklahoma's not starting it as soon as some of the other markets, but... It's already happened in New Orleans. This is where one of the places it's going to begin, and that is going to include New Orleans Pelican broadcast. It's happening in Kansas City oh, okay. and does include the Royals. So, and that's what I thought the, it was just the Bally's Plus. They're moving. They're moving away from cable totally. They're so they're shifting off cable. They're completely shifting to streaming, from what I understand. Now, no longer be TV stations, right? Called Bally's. So you will have to have this app and subscription in order to watch the. Thunder in the future, but Oklahoma is not one of the first ones. I think there's just five markets they're starting. Are you sure in. of what you're saying right now? I'm pretty sure because the one of the articles I read was by a Kansas City writer asking, like people love their Royals, but who's going to pay for this team right now? So that was the question. They want hmm. they want more content because I guess Sinclair's in a dispute with cable companies in the Kansas City area, so they're not getting a lot of games right now. He said, so you'll get your games, but are you willing to pay for the Royals games like this, especially at that price? Hmm. So, and the Pelicans were also involved with that in New Orleans. I know that they were going to be on that streaming service for New Orleans. Mm-hmm. So, 
Not yet for the Thunder, but I would think that's what they're progressing towards. That's interesting. That was not my understanding, but it sounds like TJ's flushed it out more than I have. So, well, If I'm wrong, someone know. can correct me, but the way I read it was they're completely moving away from cable. It's a complete streaming service going forward uh, once they get it all implemented. That's going to be interesting. See yeah. if that works for them. I don't. Not at that price. I mean, I gripe about the six ninety nine for ESPN Plus. <laughs> can you imagine someone paying eighteen ninety nine a month? Yes, I can. Oh my goodness! For their favorite team, sure. Well, I'm gonna miss the Rangers. See ya. What do you pay for the MLB app? Uh, I, I get like it. I get it free. Five dollars. I get it free. App. For the MLB app? Yeah, I get MLB TV free every year. I have for seven or eight years now. How come? Uh, T-Mobile has a contract with oh, MLB okay. TV, so gotcha. That's a good deal. For you. See, and this, this goes back to my HBO Max situation. I have that streaming service, but I get it mm-hmm. free because I pay for HBO on my cable. It should be the same thing with ESPN Plus. Let's not get into this again. But it's different content. There's stuff on HBO Max that's not on regular HBO. How much do you pay for HBO? Uh, no idea. It's built into my cable package, but I know it's a price there. I'm not going to win you over on this. No, He's not. dug in, folks. He's dug in. <laughs> what, what I really don't care to win you over because it just means you listen to more Yeah, I'm going to listen to you more, so you win in this. You're the big but winner in all of this. It is unbelievably idiotic, what you're saying. But I'm fine with it because it means you listen to me more. So We have a texture that says it just means that I don't love the Sooners, and that's not true. It has, I have no problem with o, the OU Sooners. I have a problem with ESPN. Mm-hmm. Have for years. Don't. It's a, he loves Disney, hates ESPN. Uh, I got some problems with Disney, too, but let's not get into that. What else? I like Melissa Milano. We can perhaps Uh, talk about this more tomorrow. We'll see. Tornado chasing NIL, same thing. It's full of outlaws. (laughs) (laughs) Um, If and the last one here, if the Sooners softball team sweeps the Cowboys, shave it all off. That should be a thing for Plank, not for us. Cowgirls. Um, Oh yeah, they did say Cowboys here. Cowgirls. I'm sorry. Sorry. uh, Like that's some. More likely to happen than not situation, right? Yes. No, I think that's yeah. I think that's expected. I think it should be the other way that if the cowgirls sweep, <laughs> you have to shave shave your head. Yeah. All right. Um, we're running behind here. Eight thirty three in the morning. Let's take a timeout. Toby and TJ back with you. T Row in the morning show. We do have Bedlam coming up tonight. Game one at Marita Hines Field. Bedlam softball. It is 7 o'clock nationally televised on ESPN tonight. OU in search of a 10th straight Big 12 title. Whoever wins Bedlam will win the Big 12. We'll be back. The Ref. Network studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. Oh, Welcome back. You're you okay? Uh, no. Highly irritated. But we'll talk about it at some other point. You're unbelievable. You're irritated at me? Yes. 
I didn't do anything. Yeah, I can't talk about it right now. Um, You're cheap is what you are. Oh, I'm definitely cheap. I do not argue with that. Kenny Gajewski, by the way, says he doesn't think OU's going to the SEC. That's not exactly what he said. He said, quote, I don't need uh, Kenny Gajewski, head coach at OSU softball. They played tonight, game one. Quote, I don't even know that they're going to the SEC, Gajewski said. Do you think so? Question mark. You think that's all going to happen? I just think there's a lot of unknowns. I just think the whole thing is going to blow up. I just think this whole thing is going in a weird place. Everybody's kind of jockeying. Until it happens, and happens for sure, and they have that patch that doesn't say Big 12, it says SEC, dot, dot, dot. What do you think, Teach? Kenny Gajewski says, I don't really think OU's going to the SEC. He could be right about the whole thing blowing up, and it's completely structured differently, and we you know, have an east and a west and a south and a north or however they break teams off or something, you know, I mean, perhaps if that's what he's meaning there. But um, I would think that that only pertains to football. So I would still think you're going to align with conferences in the other sports. So I would say his sport, he's wrong that OU would end up in the SEC. No chance that OU and Texas – Percentage chance that OU and Texas look at everything that's going on and say, yeah, we've changed our mind. Um, Staying in the Big 12. I would put that at zero. I wouldn't even I wouldn't zero even give it a percent. 1% chance of happening. Mm. Yeah, I think you're pretty close. Yeah. I think you're in the ballpark, yeah. But football, he's right. All that could happen. I mean, he's. I think there's definitely a possibility with that. I mean, it's still – I can't see a scenario why, where it's not still conference. Well, attached. it may still be, but, yeah, structured. Like, I don't see the – the SEC schools giving up the SEC brand. I mean, they would go down fight. Yeah, well, I mean, maybe they're still branded. I said north, south, east, and west, but maybe they're still branded that way. But he's right in the, as far as how it's structured. That that could be true. It could just be thrown into a big pot and mixed around with, you know, 16 teams in four different conferences or something. So you're right, yeah. Um, this is interesting. According to Brett McMurphy, Atlanta – is in the process of buying out Las Vegas to be the host of the 2025 college football playoff championship game. Um, let me see, is it 2024 or 2025? So <laughs> Vegas is supposed to host the uh, – it's 25. Vegas is supposed to host the college football championship game in 25. But it is the same week as the Consumer uh, Electronics Show, which draws nearly 200,000 visitors to Vegas and requires thousands of hotel rooms and convention rooms and space. Quote, there was a request to move CES week, which wasn't happening, and Las Vegas asked the college football playoff to move the title game back a week, but they're not going to do that. So Vegas is going to have to give up the college football playoff game in 2025, and it looks like it's going to go to Atlanta. This is not going to make Teddy very happy. He was really looking forward to the championship game being in Las Vegas, I think, and the possibility of OU being in it. So the next several championship games, this year, by the way, you know where this year's championship game is, TJ? College football championship game. Uh, Where is the rotation this year? Los Angeles, California. 
Oh, that is correct. Yeah, yeah, Lincoln yeah. Lincoln Riley's people backyard. People want that matchup. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Next year, uh, Houston, 2024, or 23 season, 24 championship game, Houston. Twenty January 25 will be in Atlanta now, and January 26 will be in Miami. We're just talking about the championship game. So the Consumer Electronics Show boots out the college football playoff from Las Vegas. Hmm. Hope they're happy. Upsetting Teddy that, that way. Is that what is that like gaming? Uh, computer. I mean, consumer electronics. I would in my say, mind says computer stuff, gaming, all that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, I would say all of the all all of that. Yeah, all encompassing. Security systems, uh, ring doorbells, all kinds of hmm. high tech stuff. Hmm. I've never been to one of those big convention like things. I don't think been to some for food services back when i was a kid with my dad's job they were awesome man you walk around to all the booths and stuff and they're handing out big time free stuff kind of like a big state fair it's like a big state fair sort of yeah but it's the stuff's cool and actually you know pretty good like you'll probably cross past booths there that are giving out like headphones or you know some type of ear pods and different things so yeah New round of college baseball projections out yesterday. The two that I think are the most valid are D1 Baseball and Baseball America. Both have OU in as a three seed, and both have them going to Fayetteville, uh, where Arkansas obviously is the host. Neither had them listed among the last four in, so... Obviously not comfortably in if they're a three seed, but not living on the edge either at this point. Uh, West Virginia in slightly worse shape, according to the projections, than Oklahoma as far as the teams near the the cut line. Now, go win two of three in Fort Worth, and uh, you could secure things quite a bit. They're living quite comfortably then. Are they on the edge if things don't go well this weekend? If they got swept, they got yes. Yeah. If they won one out of three, I think they're in the same spot. Okay. Because that would still be a valuable win. If they win two out of three, I think they're a two seed next week. Fair? Fair. No, I I was going to see. That's my thinking, so I was seeing if that's what your thinking was. That's what my thinking is. We We need them to win. Don't want him living on three, the edge. Win three out of three, and TJ will shave his beard. I'll shave my head and get a tattoo of a horned frog on the back of it. That's not. That's not. None of that's true. No, that's not true. That's no. not true. But it would be very exciting. I mean, you got to admit it would be very exciting. So we'll see. That's tomorrow. Tomorrow, headed to Cowtown. Six o'clock will be game one tomorrow night. We'll talk more about that on the show tomorrow. Also, special guest joining us on tomorrow's show. Apparently, he's had a lot of uh, pent-up things to say about spring game, about Jordan Addison, about uh, the state of college football, the transfer portal, and he can't hold it in anymore. Steely's uncle will join us on the show tomorrow morning, TJ. Whose uncle? I, I was answering the phone for Plank. Whose uncle did you say? We're doing a live radio show here. Well, TJ. I know. I'm answering for your live guest next segment, so sorry. Uh, 
Mike Steely's uncle will join oh, us on Steely's tomorrow's uncle. show. He's got some things to get. <laughs> you off said the uncle. Show. I should have known. Like, it didn't even register with me. Is there a lot of? Is there a lot of uncles? <laughs> no, on the show? no, I guess not. That was uh, I was a little slow on that one. Yeah. Okay. All right. We'll take a break. Chris Plank joins us. Bedlam game one coming up tonight. We'll talk about it with Plank next. Back after this. Ugh. Welcome back. TJ, I'm going to have to uh, uh, call you at some point. I think you're going to be asked to attend a meeting. So I'll get back what? with you about that. Attend a meeting for what? Uh, just some people want to pick your brain. Huh. Okay. And I think you represent uh, the fr- uh, a, mud, lot, a lot of the uh, a lot frustrations. Of no. I think you represent a frustration that is had for a lot of different things. Well, my, none of my frustration person. was directed at them at all. It's with a company, not them, or that you decision. You are frustrating. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. I think people want to available. try to understand. I've got a people lunch meeting try- today with you. They can meet us there. Are you going to be at this? That's what I'm Nobody told. told me you were going to be at this. I don't have to be. I mean, Why are you going to be there? She told me uh, to be there, so I, I could not be oh, there no. if you don't want me there. You, you irritated yourself today. I did nothing. We welcome in now Chris Plank for the Plank Show, uh, brought to you by the Cleveland County Family YMCA. This is the crossover. Good morning, Plank. T-Row, what's going on, dude? How are you? Uh, I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm excited what, about what, the what, game tonight, seven, 7 o'clock on uh, ESPN. But I'll be listening to you tonight. Sound down, Plank up. I like to hear that. I like yeah. to hear that. Um yeah, dude, I'm fired up. Why you seem down? Is everything okay? No. Yeah, no, no, everything's good. Everything. I've good. upset some people, and they're going through him to get to me, and it's upsetting. Right. But That's they right. probably have my number or could get it. They can come directly to me. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Hey, How are you today? DJ, the burden you bear is every man. You're every man. I'm the every man. You must bear this burden. You're the what every man. Is, what is the uh, situation of the injured OSU pitcher? Um, I I just talked to Kenny Gajewski about this yesterday, Toby Rowland. Uh, unknown. Unknown. If she pitches, I'll be shocked. If she and, and let me rephrase that. If she pitches and is able to be effective, I need to get some of what they've got in the OSU athletic training facility because Maybe it's, it's joint match, supplement man. TJ uses. Yes, exactly. Exactly. The joint supplements TJ uses. Um, but no, she's. It was really surprising based on what the injury appears to be, um, which I've heard anything from a a ruptured bicep to um, a torn pectoral muscle. It was kind of amazing to see that she even hit, but um, I I don't know, T-Row. She's a big-time part of what they do. I mean, I'm not one of those fans that ever wants to see a team play shorthanded and I think Miranda Ellis is a stud, but Oklahoma has had success against her. So I'm not one of those. It's like, oh, my gosh, if she doesn't go, Oklahoma rolls. But, or, or if she goes, Oklahoma's in trouble because OU's hit her well whenever they've faced her. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be it's gonna be interesting to see what they decide to do because so, they could no, probably push it in player. Um, but watching her swing, too, she's not 100%. So um... – you know, baseball took an interesting turn this year when OSU hosted all three Bedlam games. Right. Softball has done some one here, two there. One, I, what in the, it used to be one Norman, one Oklahoma City, one Stillwater. Is that right? 
for Bedlam? That, my first year, that's how it was. Yeah, and I think they okay. did that for a while. And then it then it went one one home, one away, one home, just to kind of save on, on hotels for the teams. Right. But last year, OSU decided to host all three, correct? Yes, they did. And OU yes, has did. answered it, back this year by saying, all right, fine, we'll host all three then. Yeah, I think this is going to be the way it goes from here on out. Even when, I, And I think that this will be something that will continue even when Oklahoma moves, moves on to the SEC. I think it will be good for both schools. Um, I think they'll still play each other. I think it will be a non-conference series. But I, I don't know what the – I'm saying that when I don't even know what the conference schedule uh, is going to look like in a 16-team SEC where 15 of the 16 team play so, teams play softball. Um, as good as Vanderbilt is in, in baseball, they don't have a softball team, which is kind of unique. Interesting. So, yeah, um, and, and and again, I'm I'm getting way over my skis here because you're going from a seven-team league to a 16-team league, uh, so it's going to be a much different world. So I, I assume that they'll still play each other, but yeah, last year and and listen to Oklahoma State's credit, they didn't try to to, to hide the reason why. They were like, hey, we got a, our best chance to win is to have three games at home, <laughs> and they won one and lost two. Still didn't get to celebrate a Big 12 championship. So, uh, yeah, I I think that that was something that really frustrated the staff just because it had been so consistent. And, you know, Oklahoma State had a team that they felt like was one of their teams for the ages last year. And they, they came up short in, in every aspect for what their goals were. So I'm sure they're going to want to try to come in here and spoil the party. But I really just think, you know, get Mother Nature through here. I, the field's going to be fine. I just think Oklahoma's playing nah. some of its best ball right now, and I can't wait to see him step up tonight. Oh, I can't wait. This is going to be great. 7 o'clock tonight, 6.45. You can hear Chris with pregame coverage tonight for Bedlam Game 1. Chris, have a great show and a great call tonight. Thanks, buddy. I'm pretty fired up about it. Can't wait. Thank you to Michael Armstrong for joining us today. John Whitson as well at Brown O'Haver. You find folks as well. We'll do it again tomorrow. Have a great Thursday, everybody.